Amen. God's a good God, isn't he? Amen. Put your hands together and give the Lord great praise in this house. He is worthy of it. Amen. He is worthy of it. Amen. We serve a great God. Amen. And he's greatly to be praised. Now, I'm not your traditional preacher. And I, I know Wednesday nights, my God, we've had church Monday, Tuesday. Amen. And so Wednesday night, I know most churches, it's Bible study time and Know you got to calm it down a little bit, and everybody's working. I understand all that, but it's seven nineteen, so we got plenty of time. But I, I, I can't shake what I feel. I, I went back there. I got my other Bible, and I told sis, I said I may preach this just because my flesh says it, 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 you don't need to do this. But, but I'm not listening to my flesh tonight. I, I've, I've, I've not done this a long time, but I've done it long enough just to go what I feel in the Holy Ghost, and so. I just I hope you come to have church tonight. Amen. I don't care what kind of walk of life you come from. Amen. This word, look at your neighbor and say, he, he, he's preaching to you tonight. He ain't preaching to me, so he's preaching to you. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I know you like that. Amen. You turn to your Bible, 2 Samuel, 2 Samuel chapter 23. 2 Samuel chapter 23. We'll see what the Lord will do here tonight. But there's nothing just like Pastor said. Nothing like the Holy Ghost. Amen. If you've never had it, amen, it's a good day to get it. Somebody said, well, I don't know about all that Holy Ghost. Well, don't, don't knock it until you try it. Amen. Because it's just as real today as it was back in 2002 when I got it. Amen. So 2 Samuel chapter 23, 2 Samuel chapter 23 and verse 1. Now these be the last words of David. David, the son of Jesse, said, And the man who was raised up on high, the anointed of the God of Jacob, and the sweet psalmist of Israel. Now these were David's last words, and David, he was the son of Jesse, said, The man who was raised up on high, the anointing of God of Jacob, and the sweet psalmist of Israel. Now in 2008, I was in a revival service in Stockton, California, and a lot of you may not know him, but he, he was a missionary at that time, Brother Steve Willoughby. And uh, if you don't know him, he, 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 he was a powerful, they, they called him an apostle. He was just a true man of God. And he was a worshiper. And I can remember that night on a Tuesday night, Brother Sharp, he began to preach on praise. And uh, it was on a Tuesday night. Didn't have music. It, it, was just, it was just the Spirit of the Lord that was there in that house. And something got a hold of me, and from that night forward, something transformed in my life. And, and, and I, di I didn't realize it until uh, a, a little while back. I looked at an old video, and that night, I was down there worshiping. I was just giving God the praise. I was dancing. I, I, I did it so much, I was sweating in my shirt and my pants. And, and, and nobody was cheering me on. It was just a true move of God. And I saw Brother Willoughby in that video come over there and he grabbed my hand and he began to dance and worship with me and he spoke some things into my spirit and from that night forward, I've never forgotten. And so after that service that night, I told him, I said, Brother Willoughby, I said, will you sign my Bible? And this Bible here I don't usually preach out of, it's my study Bible. But he wrote, he said, Dear Jonathan, may you always worship like you did tonight. You were created to give him extravagant praise. 
Brother Steve Willoughby. And so for the next little while tonight, I want to preach on this. Extravagant praise. Extravagant praise. I know you work today and, and somebody said, oh, preacher, you trying to get us. I know I'm going to put something in your spirit because I'm telling you God is trying to do something in this house. God is trying to do something in this church. God is trying to do something in the people. Amen. In 2022. And so tonight I want to preach for a little bit on extravagant praise. Amen. You may be seated. Let me start off tonight and say the antidote for fear is praise. The antidote for depression is praise. The, the cure for worry is praise. Amen. I know it's Wednesday night, but it's time to come fully, completely, and immersed and saturated into what God is doing in this hour. Do I have a witness? Amen. It's time to rise up in your spirit and be heard. Amen. And be known in this city as the unusual worshipers. Oh, this pandemic, amen, that, that we've all been through, it's not to stop revival, amen, but I believe it's to reveal to us who don't want revival. And I say tonight, let the true worshipers arise. I, I know your flesh don't like it, amen, but you gotta conquer your flesh, amen, and praise will conquer your flesh. David's an old man in this text, it reads, and it seems they're anticipating his death. And at any time, they, they send in the royal reporter, if you could say, to record David's last words. But the recorder, he starts writing, and he wants to give an introduction to this man, David. And, and this is their beloved king that no one has extended the boundaries of Israel like David. Amen. No one has enlarged the borders of the kingdom like he has. There's no greater figure in their history than this man, David. And so the writer wants to give him a proper due. These are the last words of David. David, he was the son of Jesse, the man who was raised up on high. He goes on and says the anointed of God of Jacob. And I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty good. The anointed. I talked about that last night. Amen. I don't know about you, amen, but I don't want to waste my life. I don't want my life to be wasted, amen. I don't know how these people, amen, can go through life and just sit there and let time pass you up and feel like you're here just taking up space. The devil is alive. I come to tell you tonight it doesn't have to be that way, amen. We have been given the information, the relationship that can guarantee that my life is not wasted and that I have purpose, I have value, and that I can live in such a way where I can have God's anointing upon my life. They said if you want to know about David, he was raised up on high. He was just a shepherd boy. He was a nobody headed nowhere when God found him. But God raised him up. It was God that anointed him. David was not a self-made man. He was a God-made man. See, the writer, it's important what the writer said. But Brother Sharp, I noticed what the writer didn't say. It didn't say David the mighty warrior. It didn't even mention David who killed the bear or the lion. It mentioned that God raised him up and anointed him. It don't say David, the giant killer. It don't say the one who bumped off Goliath. It's not even mentioned. It don't even say David who was the king. 
But when he wanted to pay the highest compliment, he said, because of God's anointing, God's lifting, and the sweet psalmist of Israel. That's why we love David so much because he's the best worship leader we've ever had, amen. He's taught us, amen, what pleases God and what makes God happy. Amen, you have to understand David was not a warrior who worshiped, but he was a worshiper who made war. There's a big difference, amen. David's first thing on the agenda was not to kill giants. David's first thing on the agenda was not to make a name for himself. But David's number one purpose for drawing breath into his lungs was because he was a worshiper. Oh, I'm going to preach this. Give me a minute. He was a worshiper first, then a giant killer. He was a worshiper first, then a warrior. He was a worshiper first, then a king. Can I tell you here tonight, the number one business of this church, before anything else, before your outreach, before your Bible study, before your soul winning, before I'm a preacher, before you're a singer, the number one agenda is to give God glory. It's to worship and to praise the living God, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen. You don't do it sometimes because you feel like it or you have extra energy, but it's because it's a sacrifice of praise. It's the number one reason we were created. We were created not to get rich, not to get a degree, all that's good and stuff, but your number one will, why you was created, was to give God praise. God loves a worshiper. Worship makes you attracted to God. But not only God, it makes you attracted to man. God takes notice of the worshipers. Revelation 5 said, Then I looked and heard the voice of many numbering thousands upon thousands, and 10,000 times 10,000. They encircle the throne and the living creatures and the elders. In a loud voice they were saying, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Amen. You can't impress him with your titles. You can't impress God. Amen. With your degrees. The culture of heaven is worship. And if we're going to worship over there, we ought to worship down here. Some of you are going through hell right now and what you need, amen, is a little bit of heaven in your life, amen. Stop worrying about what you're going through and praise God until he sees you through. Now I know there are some folks that will try and give you a complex about this and say, why don't you cool down and calm off a little, just move into the modern political correct environment. Well, the devil is a lie, amen. Uh, you talking to the wrong one tonight. What we do, I said last night, may not be politically correct, but it is biblically correct. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you, well, I got Bible for everything I'm preaching tonight. Amen, that's all that matters to me. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his word is what's gonna endure forever. Jesus said he's looking for the worshipers. Not just any worshiper though. He's looking for the true worshipers that worship him in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. 
God is on a quest in 2022, amen, to find the worshipers. Do I have a worshiper here tonight? Before I'm a preacher, I'm a worshiper. Hey, but you ain't gonna come up here and let uh, see me sitting down, folding my arms and waiting till it's my time to get the mic. Bless God. I come into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Somebody here on a Wednesday night, hey, man, need to say, God, I come to give you praise. Hallelujah. Above all else, David was an extravagant worshiper. David, amen, said you don't win the battle with your physical strength or with your looks, but you'll win it with your praise. That's why the psalmist said, 33 and 1, rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, for praise from the upright is beautiful. Amen, you're attracted to God when you praise him. That's why we shouldn't come to church with folded arms and pout, amen. Well, everybody's thinking, oh, my God. Amen, when's the last time you opened your mouth and said, God, everybody may be against me, but God, you're for me. I'm gonna come in here and give you praise. Amen. I, I know people, how do I look? You know, the older they get, the, the younger they try to be. Yeah, we all gonna get there. You don't need a facelift. You need a praise lift. Come on, somebody. Amen. Stop worrying about. Amen. Trying to go. Amen. And get your cheek. They're gonna get wrinkled anyway. Amen. I come in here to give God praise. I come to lift up my hands unashamedly. I come to give God what's His. Amen. Come on, somebody. You gotta give God the glory. You gotta give God the praise. That's what you were created to do. Extravagant praise. It's cheap. It's expensive. It's lavish. It's reckless. It's valuable. It's priceless. And I just got a feeling there's some of us here tonight. We pass due on giving him praise. Come on, somebody, you better give what's his. If not, I've just got a feeling he may come and take it from you. Amen, God's been better to you than you've been to yourself. And don't you think, amen, coming in here on a Wednesday night like you're doing God a favor. No, I walked in here with my hands lifted, with my mouth open, with a song in my soul, with a dance in my feet. I give it to God tonight. Oh, it's coming. See, David's last words where it shall be done. Says the Lord, it's not going to be done with a glamorous stage and with outlines and unmovable service orders. No, this place was built, amen, with free willing whosoever will break out, break loose, break free, wild abandoned 24-7, 365 days a year, anytime, anywhere, any way, worship, amen. This place, amen, isn't a fellowship hall, but this is a praise. I know some, you need to calm down. No, you need to calm up. You've been calmed down for too long. Amen, you need to let praise settle upon you again. Because when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done, 
Don't be shaking that head. The Holy Ghost going to get on you tonight. Oh, hallelujah. See, you come in here on a Wednesday night. Well, I'm not going to do much. Amen. Well, you start tapping that feet. You start tapping them hands. Amen. All of a sudden, you open your mouth. Next thing you know, you're out giving God praise. Why? Because that's what you were created to do. The devil wants you to be immobile, but God wants to mobilize you in 2022 with praise. tabernacle of David. David said it can't just be just a place but it's got to be a lifestyle. David's will to worship permeated his whole life. David's commitment to worship superseded his position. Amen. You want to see greatness? Let extravagant praise loose. We're not going to relax on our praise. Amen. When you relax on your praise, you relax on the message. We don't need a bar stool to preach. Amen. From We don't need a dancer. Amen. To come out and cheer us two bits, four bits, six bits a dollar. No, what we need is we need somebody who come in here that says, I got praise on my lips before the first song is sung. We need an aisle runner. We need a shouter. We need somebody to loose their praise. Oh, my help's in here tonight. I've been looking for y'all. Amen. David didn't wait till the victory was over before he worshiped and before he encouraged himself. I got Bible for what I'm preaching tonight. Amen. The Lord told Gideon, come out of hiding and get out from behind that wine press. He said, your 300 men is more than 120,000 Midianite soldiers. But all you need, Gideon, is a trumpet, is a lamp, and a picture, and a shout. The walls of Jericho didn't fall down until they shouted. Bartimaeus didn't get healed until he shouted. Before you leave here tonight... Instead of shouting at your husband, you need to shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Shout unto God with a voice of praise. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Lord, we lift your name up. We lift your name up. Holy Ghost said, tell someone here tonight that I fought with them and I fought through them. And now if they let me in this season, I want to fight for them. Hear me tonight. Second Chronicles 20 and 22, the invasion of Judah. They were going to battle. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, of Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. One translation reads like this. It says, the moment they begin their shouts and praises, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon, of Moab and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. Amen. As soon as you let your praise loose, as soon as you start giving God the glory, he's going to go to battle before you. Amen. But you can't sit there and say, well, I hope God does it. I ain't hoping nothing. I'm going to praise God until he 
sets it in order. I come to tell somebody, don't wait till the battle is over, but you ought to go ahead on this Wednesday night and shout right now. See, when you begin to praise, amen, God goes to battle for you. You need to stop worrying and start praising. Stop fretting and start praising. Stop gossiping and start praising. Come on, somebody. Stop posting on Facebook and start praising. Praise him before the battle's over. That's what's wrong today. Silent majority trying to cripple the church. I refuse to let the world speak louder than the church. Oh boy said, I ain't scared. I ain't never scared. I come to tell you, if we're not faithful with our worship, we'll come familiar with our silence. Hear me tonight. Well, I just say, you know, I don't, I'm just I'm just not emotional. Talk to somebody else. Yeah, you are. Let somebody pull out in front of you. You'll give them a piece of your mind. Why won't you give the devil a piece of your mind? Somebody talk about your kid at school. Yeah, I'll tell them what I'm going to do. I'm going to march right on up there. Why won't you march up into hell and take your kids back and say, not today, devil. I'm listening. I'm letting my praise loose. And when I let my praise loose, God is going to go to battle for me. I come to tell somebody, you need to let your praise loose. It's time to be vocal in this hour about what God has done in this crazy and fickled world. Amen, if they're vocal and they're not ashamed and unapologetic and they've lost their ever-loving mind, it's time to have a shout in your soul on a Wednesday night and a fire in your heart. Extravagant praise will silence the enemy. It's usually the one. I don't know if it, I don't know about that. Because you ain't tried it. When's the last time you gave God an ugly praise? Oh, I'm all up in it tonight. Hey, Amen. I will go home, carry back over on the weekend, give you a couple of days to recoup. Hey, Amen. That's too many times. Oh, we bless the Lord. Hallelujah. And hell has saddled up everything in the house on you and your family. And you think I'm going to come here? Well, God is good. Oh, God, yeah, God is good. But I'm going to give him much more. Amen. All the hell you've been going through, you ought to match it back much more in praise. Amen. Hells don't have the last word. Praise has the last word. When you give God an extravagant praise, it silences the enemy. So you got to understand, you're not limited to praise. It's just a matter if you want to. No matter if you've been in this thing 20 years, 20 days, or 20 hours. You can do it. It's just if you want to. 
I don't know if I told it here, but it's a good time to tell it again if I did. You probably forgot it. I was preaching a revival in the northern part of Texas. And uh, there was a witch doctor had her daughter and her granddaughter come to church there. And they come on that Sunday morning. She come in there. She was just smacking on that gum. I mean, I wanted to lean over and say, is it good? I mean, she was, I mean, getting it. And so church was going on. And the pastor, he leaned over. He said, you, you want to pray for her? I said, no, I don't. He said, why not? I said, well, God didn't tell me to. So she come back Sunday night. She come back Monday night. She come back Tuesday night. And she come back Wednesday night. Wednesday night, she walked through them doors. And she told the pastor's wife, I said, hey, I want to get delivered. She got so excited. She said, really? She said, yeah. She ran in the office. She started talking. She said, hey. She said, she said she won't get delivered tonight. I said, well, that's great. I said, but you know what? I said, she swallowed that gum. I said, God, give her the Holy Ghost. Now, I was sort of joking, but I was sort of serious too. And so the pastor's wife went out there. She tried to give her a mint. She was already chewing that gum. She walked in there, and she sort of got upset. I said, it's okay. I said, God, take care of it. She said, you going to pray for it? I said, yeah. She said, when? I said, when God tells me to. So I walked out there. We started having church. She's over there chewing the gum. And then all of a sudden, I was walking the aisles, praying for different ones. I finally, I turned around and looked at her. I said, sis, I said, you ready to get delivered? She looked at me like this. I said, are you ready to get delivered? She shook her head like, I said, are you sure? She said, yes, sir. She's over there chewing that gum. Amen. God is my witness. I went over there. I said, lift up your hands. God's about to deliver you right now. As soon as I put my hands on her, amen, she went just like this. She swallowed that gum, laid hands on her. The power of God hit her. She fell over in the pew speaking other tongues. As the Spirit of God gives the utterance, the Holy Ghost told me if the people of God would swallow their pride and get out and give God a praise, there's just no telling what God will do. This isn't about you. This isn't about your neighbor, but it's about Jesus who is high and lifted up and somebody let his train fill the temple. We need God's glory. We need God's power to move in this house. Extravagant praise produces extravagant presence. When God shows up, it's our job to show off. Don't sit back. Well, look at the Lord. He's moving. I God, he wants to move with you. Get up, amen, and start giving God praise. You were created not to be a, a, a watcher or observer, amen, but be a worshiper, be a participator. Somebody get in the flow of the Holy Ghost. We gotta get radical with our praise. I know where I'm at, but I ain't backing up. I refuse to be held hostage by the spirit of the age that says you need to tone that down. Let's be seeker friendly. Let's ease up a little. You're talking to the wrong one. Amen. He's been preaching apostolic culture. This is apostolic culture. We ain't going to talk about it. We're going to be about it tonight. I wish to God somebody in this house would let your extravagant praise loose and say, God, I'm not worried about what I'm going through. I'm not worried about tomorrow. But God, I'm going to give you praise until something breaks up off of me. 
I'm still singing tonight. He brought me out of the miry clay. He set my feet on a rock to stay. You don't know that song? Go home and Google it. He still put a song in my soul today. A song of praise. Oh, hallelujah. See, some people don't understand your praise because they don't understand your God. Once you get a taste of this, you ain't going to try nothing else. I, I wasn't raised in this. I'm from Baptist Church, good old boy. But I went to a meeting one night, and it got a hold of me. And I went back home and told my mother. She said, I knew I shouldn't let you went out there. I knew it. I knew it. And then my dad said, well, it's okay, baby. It's just a phase. Well, 20-something years later, I'm still in that phase. I'm still singing. He brought me out of the miry clay. He set my, come on, somebody. You may be the first one that's ever come to church, amen. I don't care. David, amen, he was a resemble of what we should do, amen. He did the, he was uphill, he was downhill, amen. But David, through it all, was a worshiper. The Holy Ghost is waiting on someone in this house tonight to lose control. I know some churches, well, nothing can happen until the end. Not this church. Anytime you want to run, run. Anytime you want to shout, shout. Anytime you want to say, preach on, preacher, say it. Well, since you said I'm going to preach on, amen, when is the last time, amen, you come to church and you got out of your seat and you said, you know what, I'm going to shout if I'm the only one shout. I'm going to run if I'm the only one running. I'm going to give God praise if I'm the only one. I don't need everybody. I just need somebody up in this house that says, you know what? As for me and my house, we're going to give God praise. As for me and my house, we're going to give God glory. You got to get over yourself. Jesus is worthy. Amen. I said Jesus is worthy of more than what we give him. He don't want those leftovers. He wants your very best. When you go to job and you work, you ain't going, well, I just, I, I, I'm going to work. <laughs> you know. No. They'll fire you, sit you on down the road. And if we do that for that, how much more should we do for our spirit? It's real. It's real. Amen. I was in the church not too long ago, preaching revival, and all of a sudden, amen, the power of God fell in there. There was a lady, she was from the Catholic church. She walked in there. She said, Preacher, I ain't never heard this in all my life. She said, But I want it. I said, Well, you can have it. 
She come down there, lifted up her hands. Power of God fell on her. Amen. The Holy Ghost took over her. Amen. When she finally calmed down, she said, out of all the years I've ever been at the other church, she said, I ain't never felt this. She said, I want more of it. Amen. The next week she come. Amen. She lifted up her hands, and God filled her with the Holy Ghost. I'm telling somebody, amen, if my praise offends you, I'm sorry. I'm going to praise him anyhow because I'm not praising him for you, but I'm praising him for me because he deserves all the praise and all the glory. That's why the Bible says let them praise him in the dance. He's inviting this church to a place that you've never been before. You want to know what the key that's going to unlock the next place is when extravagant praise is sent forth. Somebody hear me tonight. If nobody else praises, I'll praise. If nobody else dances, I'll dance. If I'm the only one running the aisle, then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to run the aisle, brother. I'm going to lead the way. There's an authority in your shout. There's a power in your praise. If pastor's preaching, amen, and while he's plowing, nothing's going to happen. I'm going to shout until something breaks. I'm going to say, preach on, preacher. We have leaders, and we need leaders at prayer. And not watch. Now, don't get offended. I'm just doing what the generation before me taught me. Sister Meyer May, my grandmother, y'all taught me this. She's she from the same neighborhood I am. The Bible says from one generation to the next. I just tell you, it ain't stopping with me. I had my seven-year-old boy with me the other day at church. I grabbed him by the hand, and I said, son, you may not understand everything going on. I said, but this is how we fight our battles. This is how we overcome. This is how, amen, we don't sit there and get mad and let bitterness come over us and say, well, I don't believe all that. No, we get faith, and we get praise, and we mix it together, and we give it unto God until we see a miracle unfold. Somebody in this house needs to lose your praise. Somebody in this house needs to give God an extravagant praise. The angels cry, holy, holy, holy. So don't shh, shh, shush me. This ain't a library. You at the wrong place, amen. This is a place where God is glorified and every devil in hell has to back up and retreat. Amen, I come to tell somebody, you need to let your praise loose and let the devil know you're still here. You're still serving God. Even though you're going through it, I'm still here giving God what's his. See, the reason the enemy don't want you to praise is because he knows 
what it does. He used to do it. Now he can't do it no more. And he wants you to be silent. The Bible said the dead praise not the Lord. Neither any that go down into silence. One translation says the dead cannot sing praises to the Lord. When you're dead, you can't praise him. But I got another scripture Jesus said. If you hold your peace, this ain't a rock, but it's going to do tonight. I'm going to get a rock that's going to take your place. So if you think you're ever too good to praise God, it don't bother him. He's going to get praise, whether he, he uses you or he uses a rock. But I, I just come to tell you, God's been too good to me. I'm not going to stay silent. You can stay silent if you want to. But I know what God's done for me. God's worthy of my praise and that much more. I should be dead in a devil's hell. I should have been locked up in a prison. But thanks be unto God. God's been worthy. God's been good. He's great and greatly to be praised. You ain't never graduated where you graduate out of praising God. If anything, you ought to give God more praise tonight than you ever have. Look what the Lord has done. I'm supposed to wait to say this, but I can't wait no longer. Somebody said, well, your praise offends me. Okay. Your silence offends me. I know what it's like cuffed up on my way. If I had been on my way, you wouldn't have seen Johnny. And you think, well, I'm a preacher. No, I got it. This ain't about you. This ain't about how much money you got, how many degrees you got. I don't care who you're connected to or who you're not connected to. Amen. What the one thing is that we're all in this house is that God created you to praise him. I don't care what the enemies told you. God created you to praise him. Amen. I'm not waiting for my neighbor to praise him, but I'm going to praise him if I got to praise him all by myself. See, then you, then you got the one. You know why I can look over here. I told you that last night. That's why I keep on looking over here. But see, true praise isn't to that. True praise is when all you need is a breath and a praise. See, if, if, if we can emotionally praise God, then we can emotionally sit there. But God is looking for true worshipers. I like the organ more than anybody. 
But I, I, I'm to a place now, I don't need an organ. I'll praise God, I'll shout over the, all this platform tonight. If I got to shout all by myself, I don't care who's watching. Keep on, I'm going to give them something to watch. I'm going to give them something to look. Because God's been too good to me. God's brought me along in mighty way. And I never shall forget the day that I was water baptized in the only saving name of Jesus Christ. And it's my duty and obligation to give him praise see we're here tonight in defense of our identity because see God's pulling one way but the enemy's pulling another the world this area amen is trying to pull the identity of the church backwards to where it can fit their narrative but I come to tell you, I'm not about for the world. I'm not after politics. I don't care who's in the White House. I'm going to still give God praise. I don't care what aisle you're on. I just want to get down here and dance and give God praise. Amen. I don't care. Amen. I don't, gas goes up. Gas going to go. What can I do? I'm going to praise God. Post on Facebook. Don't fix anything. Most time posted on there just shows ignorance. I'm sorry I say that, but you can mute that, delete that, whatever you want. It's just the truth. I mean, don't do your battles on Facebook. Do your battles down here. Go to war down here. Come on, somebody. Anybody can get behind a keyboard and type, but not everybody wants to get down here and dance. I come to tell somebody here in 2022, amen, give the keyboard a rest and get your feet to moving and start giving God an extravagant praise. That same place that witch doctor is at, I'm trying to get out of Touch on the keyboard just to give them hope. Eight o'clock. So I was at the same place that witch doctor was at, or her daughter was at. And, uh, and there was a lady, she come, she had never been there. She's sitting over on that, that aisle there. And I looked over, Sister Rosemary. Remember her name? And uh, I said, ma'am, she had bracelets arm and I said the Holy Ghost told me you come in here with shackles I said them bracelets chains you look good but it's not about what you inside you may look the part but are you really about it we talk God ain't looking for talkers He's looking for people that's going to put their money where their mouth is. And said, you know what? I'm going to go to battle. So she lifted up her hands. I said, from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. I said, God's about to loose you. I said, you believe that? She shook her head. You, ones that don't believe me, you can call Brother Gibbs. He'll tell you. She lifted up her hands. But as soon as she lifted up her hands, Brother Sharp, she did this. She kicked off her shoes. She knew it's about to be on like Donkey Kong. 
And there's some people here tonight in the spirit. You need to take some shoes off. Take that watch off. Take that jacket off and say, you know what? I ain't leaving tonight until I get victory. I'm not talking about a cute prayer. I'm talking about an ugly praise that says, you know what? If I got to shout some things down, bless God, I'm going to shout some stuff down. Amen. If I got to pick my wig up and go home, I don't care what. I, but I, I'm going to give God an ugly praise tonight because you don't know what I'm going through, neighbor. So you can sit there and think it's strange if you want to. But get out of my way. I come to loose my praise because the preacher said, when I begin to praise God, God's going to go to battle for me. And there's some people here tonight. Amen. Soon as you stand to your feet and start giving God a praise, God said, I'm going to send angels. I'm going to send angels your way. And I'm going to fight before you. I'm going to be before you. If you're standing, stay standing. If you're not, let me preach a little more. So you got to understand tonight, I got folks in their grave depending on me. Brother Willoughby, he's dead and gone. My grandmother who got me into church from Etor, she's dead and gone. I got a late bishop who baptized me and helped marry me and my wife. He's dead and gone. And you think... I'm going to calm down because culture says I don't care what culture says I'm going by what the word says culture changes every day but his word is forever ever settled it's not changing the Bible says he's the same yesterday today and forever and you're not here by accident tonight God said I sent a praise a rescue praise for you tonight and you need rescue and God said as soon as you put your feet down and start giving me a praise I'm going to come to your rescue I'm going to go before you and start Start fighting. Whatever you need tonight, extravagant praise is your answer. You hear me? It's time to do things you've never done to get where you've never been. You know how to break the cycle. Do something different. You know how to go to places you've never been in God? It's to do something different. Now I'm right here on the front. There's something pure that's over you right now from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. 
the enemy has tried to sell you a bill of goods and said, I'm going to take you out. But you hear me. You've been through the battle, but you're still here. There's a praise inside of you, and the devil's scared if it ever gets out. Amen. He ain't got no more control over you. I'm telling you, from the top of your head to the soles of your feet tonight, there's a victory going home with you. Go ahead, lift up your hands. Amen. You're not surrendering to the enemy, but you're giving it to God saying, God, fight my battles and fight my battles while I loose my praise in the name of the Lord Jesus. That's it right now. Loose your praise of the Holy Ghost. That's it. Give it to God. Give it to God. That's it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Loose your praise. Loose it right now. That's it. Take that devil. Take that devil. Give God praise in this house. Somebody praise him. There's victory in this place. There's divine glory in this house. Somebody lose your praise. It's that easy. It's that easy. I'm not taking a survey tonight, but everybody on the sound of my voice, I believe tonight we're all past due. You really want to be honest? We're all past due. Now, before you say, well, you know, you need to come too late to tell me that. Get out of my way. Three weeks ago in Phoenix, Arizona, they were having the Phoenix open for golf. Thousands and thousands of people were there on that morning and they were waiting behind a barricade at 7 o'clock for them to open up the gate. They opened that gate and I'm saying thousands a grown man started taking off in a dead sprint. They were running to get a seat at a golf game. And you think my praise is crazy? A golf ball ain't never done nothing for me. They go to the Super Bowl and over 40 or 50,000 people are there and they spend thousands of dollars to get a ticket and they're hollering for a team that ain't never done nothing for them. And I'm talking about a God of glory who died on the cross, amen, and Brit was, was in the tomb. And three days later, he got up and he's got death, hell, and the grave. He had the keys in his hand and he said, you can have life and that much more abundantly. And you think my praise is crazy? You come a day late and a dollar short. 
I owe God more than what I can give him. But as long as I got breath, Pastor, I'm going to give him the best I got. So, I know if this is your first time ever been in a Pentecost church, it may be hard to digest everything that's been going on. Chew on it, put it in a bag, take it home, marinate on it. But the ones that understand what I'm talking about tonight, I dare you to stand up to your feet right now. been saved always I know at at the bar they tell him this is last call so tonight we're doing last call right now and there's some people here tonight you need to give God what's his tonight well I can't run preacher well you maybe not can but do what you can. Sis back there on the back. Amen. Yeah, both, both of y'all. I don't, I don't know. Y'all, y'all come up in here. Amen. And, and y'all were looking for a blessing. You, 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 you getting a blessing tonight, sis. Amen. Lift up your hands. Yes, yes, ma'am. You right now. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet. I'm telling you the God of glory is about to come on you. From the top of your head to the sole of your feet right now. I'm telling you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody give God praise right now. All across this house. Be free in the Holy Ghost. Right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. That's it. Be free in the Holy Ghost. Shake them shackles off. Shake them off right now. Shake them off your mind. Shake them off your feet. Shake them off your hands. That's it. Be free in the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody give him praise. Give him extravagant praise. God's doing things in this house. we do what we do and I'm out of here I was in Crockett preaching revival 
on Sunday night, I saw this elderly lady sitting on the second row. God's my witness is sharp. Song started going. And next thing I know, she took off running. I said, what in the world? She took off one lap. And I said, what, what is going on? And then all of a sudden, we started worshiping. They started singing again. And she took off again. I said, the devil is a lie. I, I started following her. I took off running. I said, she ain't going to outrun me. See, you worry about somebody making more money than you. What you ought to do is they ain't going to out-worship me. They ain't going to get theirs in before I get mine in. Everybody always trying to do better than somebody else. Well, if you're going to do all that, well, you all bring that attitude up in the church. I just tell you, you ain't going to outrun me. I'm going to get my three laps in before tonight's over with. I just tell you that right now. And somebody said, well, that's crazy. That's foolish. Well, to your natural mind, that, that seems crazy. But until you understand what praise does, then you'll say, well, praise isn't for me. But when I left there, sis, before I left there, I come back the next service. And I said, okay, you want to do that? Well, let's go ahead. And so we started running again. And then so I left there. And that next Sunday, the pastor called me. I was on my way to a youth revival. And I said, hey, I said, what was that sister's name? He told me her name. He, I said, well, how old is she? I said, I, I dare wasn't going to ask her that. I know I look crazy, but I ain't ignorant. And so he said, well, brother, she's 73 years old. I said, 73 I said, my, my, my. He said, why well, I got you on the phone? He said, I just want you to know. He said, this past Sunday, she started doing it again. But this past Sunday, she had a grandchild that ain't been in church, been coming to church some. Uh, we wouldn't stay with Grandma, but she ain't got the Holy Ghost. He said, so Grandma went running. And when Grandma come back, that granddaughter had tears in her eyes. That grandmother went over there, lifted up that grandchild's hand, and began to pray. All of a sudden, the pie of God hit that grandchild, and that grandchild started speaking other tongues as the spirit of God gives the utterance the next week God is my witness you can call him he said brought the other grandchild there same thing started giving God praise come back the exact same thing happened. Amen. And all of a sudden, the second grandchild got the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Don't worry about who your praise offends. Worry about who your praise sets loose. I'm telling somebody, you may not need nothing tonight, but when you begin to give God praise, it begins to lose somebody else in this house. And I wish somebody here on a Wednesday night would lose your praise. So every devil's got to pack up and hit the road. There needs to be victory. There needs to be freedom. Oh, come on, somebody. Loose your praise. That's your cue. See, you're waiting for the right time. 
They sing that song one more time. I've been to church, and there's been times I didn't want to come. But every time that I come and I went home and I praise God, I was thanking God that I went to church that night. There ain't one time, amen, that I come to church and left home and said, well, I wish I wouldn't have come. No, when you engage and let your praise loose, I'm telling you, there's just no telling what God will do. I need some men. I need some Davids that know how to praise. Somebody step out the aisle right now and go ahead and loose your praise and start giving God an extravagant praise. God, we give you glory. Somebody get out in the aisle right now. That's it. Go ahead. Lose your praise. Lose your pride. And start giving God what's His. When you lose your praise, God begins to fight for you. God begins to go to battle for you. Somebody give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. That's it. Give him praise. Come on. This is a praise. Oh, this is a praise. And I got to get it out. That's it. Show him, Daddy, how to praise. I'm going to dance my troubles away. I'm going to dance. Well, that's it. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. You ain't in this by yourself. Somebody lose your praise up in this house. Come on, give it to God tonight.
Lift up your hands right now. The Bible said leap for joy. That's it, go ahead. That's it, go ahead and give God praise. That's it, go ahead and give God praise. That's it, go ahead and give God the praise. He out of a hoshata. God has something new. Come upon him. I know there's victory beyond my praise. I'm gonna dance my troubles away. I'm gonna dance all over this house. I'm gonna praise my Jesus till the walls come down. I know there's victory beyond my praise. I'm gonna dance my troubles away. I'm gonna dance. Oh, I'm gonna dance. Be free of the Holy Ghost right now, God, I pray. All over this house, I'm going to praise my Jesus till the walls come down. I know there's victory beyond my praise. I'm going to dance my troubles away. I'm going to dance. All over this house, I'm going to praise my Jesus till the walls come down. I know there's victory beyond my praise. I'm going to praise my Jesus till the walls come down. I know there's victory beyond my praise. I'm going to dance that's my it. troubles That's away. it. Pick one foot up, sir, and put it down. That's it. That's it. That's it. Put it under your feet. Do it again. That's it. Do it again. That's it. Do it again. Be free in the Holy Ghost. Be free in the Holy Ghost. Be free in the Holy Ghost. That's it. Give God a praise. I'm going to dance. Somebody ought to give God praise for what He's doing in this house. this house, I'm gonna praise my Jesus till the walls come down. I know there's victory beyond my praise. I'm gonna in the sound room. Come on. Somebody praise him in this house. God's not done. Oh, I'm going to dance. Oh, I'm going to dance. Oh, yeah. All over this house, I'm going to praise my Jesus till the walls come down. I know there's victory beyond my praise. I'm going to dance my troubles over this house, I'm going to praise my Jesus till the walls come down. I know there's victory beyond my praise. I'm going to dance my troubles away. I'm going to dance. All over this house, I'm going to praise my Jesus till the walls come down. I know there's victory beyond my praise. I'm going to dance my troubles away.